Looking for a different way to grow your business? This week we talked to Anna Asherov, an eventologist, about using events to improve your relationships. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I'm talking to Anna Asharov, and she is the CEO and founder of the Holistic Business Hub. And she is, I guess you'd call her a self-proclaimed eventologist, and she helps other business people use events to grow their business. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am so excited that you could join us. And I, I am really intrigued by this phrase, eventologist. What is that? Thank you for asking, Lorraine. An eventologist is a person who builds their business by running successful events. And so how does the average business owner use events to grow their business? Again, another great question, Lorraine. So if we think about the concept of marketing, a lot of the time people do one-to-one marketing. So We meet with one person at a time, we have a sales conversation with that person, we provide them some value and then an opportunity to invest in whatever the next step is for them with your business. And that's the standard way of marketing and building your business and sales. However, what if I was to tell you that a much better way to be able to do this is by getting many people in the room and having the same sales conversation with the same type of pitch bringing the same type of value, but instead of having this conversation one-to-one, we're able to have this conversation one-to-many. And that way, instead of um, our chances of conversion being, you know, potentially one in 10 out of 10 individual conversations, you might have that same conversion one in 10, but from having one conversation with 10 or 20 people at the same time, effectively decreasing your time spent, increasing your conversion, but also being able to build a know, like, and trust, being able to position yourself as an industry influencer and an authority, and being able to really educate the market on your um, on your products, services, and the thing and the value that you bring and also be able to make that difference. So, I'm totally intrigued. I love the idea of using my time well, but how do you get people into a room because let's face it, if you called up 10 people and said, "Hey, I want to do a sales presentation." Y'all show up. I'm guessing that people wouldn't necessarily line up for that. So how do you how do you get people to say yeah I want to hang out with you? So there's one thing that you mentioned in that question that was great and the other part is probably a little bit questionable. So yes, calling up somebody and saying I would love to have you in the room with me is a great way to get people in the room, but it's more about what you're proposing. So you wouldn't say, hey, I'd love for you to come and join me in a sales presentation. But what you could say is, hey, I know that you are facing this type of problem because people just like you are the people that I've been working with and I've been solving this problem for them. How would you like to come along and I will teach you how you can solve this problem either for yourself or we can solve this problem for you. So it's really a matter of being able to 
understand exactly what your ideal target market's problem is, being able to have their solution for it, and then being able to educate them in how either they can solve this for themselves or and how your business can solve that problem for them. So if you think about any events that you might attend, people attend events for one purpose and that's to have some form of experience, whether it is to um, have fun and have a break from their normal day-to-day or it's to learn something in personal development or business development or whether it's to spend time with like-minded people, whether they're your friends or whether they're your business colleagues in a networking type of environment. So it's really about understanding who your ideal audience is, uh, which is basically your ideal client, what sort of problem you solve for them, and then being able to have a value proposition where you are communicating how you can solve that problem for them in an environment of one-to-many. So you've got to be able to promise that you're going to give them something valuable for the time that they're giving you. You don't have to solve their problem completely, I would imagine, but you have to have some kind of value and then using that time to really demonstrate your expertise. So I love that idea. Now I I know who my target customer is and I think I have an idea of what I want to talk about. How do I go about putting together this type of an event? Great. So let's talk about a bit of a formula that I have developed in order to enable business owners to run successful events. So first of all, you must have clarity. We must have clarity first and foremost about the purpose of this event for us in our business. Then we need to gain clarity around what value this event is going to provide for our audience. Once we have clarity around this, then we're able to put some plans into place so we can plan the type of event we want to run, including the type of experience we want to provide, where our venue is, the date and time. So really planning the logistics and then planning the event promotion. So being able to understand who our audience is, where they hang out, how do we talk to them and across what types of channels we're going to promote our material. So whether that is through social media, whether that's through email marketing, telephone, uh, direct face-to-face networking or a combination of all of those um, things. So once we've got our plan for our event and our plan for our promotion, then we go to promoting. And we need a minimum of six weeks, especially when we're first starting out, to promote our event across multiple channels. And I encourage people to use all the channels available that their potential ideal audience spend time on. So whether that is printed material like flyers being hung around their area or in coffee shops or in areas where their ideal client will spend time uh, on online space so that's on your website on other people's websites through a ticketing platform uh, through social media across all the different social media platforms that your ideal audience will spend time on uh, face-to-face promotion doing things like speaking at other people's events works really well to convert people to come to your event and also through telephone sales and through um, SMS marketing. So using a whole range of marketing channels 
for a period of six to 12 weeks, depending on the size of your event, to really promote your event. And once you've promoted it, you've sold your tickets, you get to the day and you get on stage and you really need to shine on stage. So present well. Uh, we need to have really clear information around what type of value we're giving to our clients. We also need to have a proposition as to what is their next step, how to pitch from stage. So really understanding how to curate and create an experience on the day that's really going to drive your audience to get value first and foremost, and then be able to build that know, like, and trust so that they feel comfortable and confident in investing with you in whatever is the next right step for them. There's a ton of information, and I think it's a really great formula where you go all the way from kind of figuring out your goals, working through that. But I wanted to ask you about the ticketing piece of this, because this is a, a lively conversation that we have here in the States about whether you do these events for free or you charge. If you're trying to use it as a sales conversation, do you give it away or do you charge because people don't value what they get for free? There are definitely different ways of doing this. I have personally found that it is better to put a value and a price on your tickets. And with that price, you just need to add value. So whether it's because you're going to provide dinner, so then you can add a price around the fact that you're going to provide some form of food, whether it's dinner or lunch or breakfast. Um, it could be around just being able to uh, provide, yeah. So I think with ticketing, and this is a good question, it's more around A, first and foremost is yes, people will be, give more value to it if they've paid for it. But also it makes it a lot easier for you personally to get an understanding of who's going to show up because people, if they pay, they do show up. What works well in some cases is having a free and a VIP option. So then you have a VIP upgrade so that people can come for free and they just get to experience. And then if they come as a VIP, they might get to experience. They might also get some resources. They might get a book. So they sort of upsell within your ticketing system. That is actually a really great strategy. We've also done where we, we post a price, to, again, to create value, but then we offer discount codes to certain partners. If there's a chamber and I really want them to send their members, I'll give them a code so they can attend at a lower rate. That's another really, really great strategy. So again, I think it, if you like rewind back to where we were talking about the planning side of things and your audience, that's where you would start to look at who is my audience? Where do they spend their time? Who do I have that are ideal partners who also have access to my audience and how can I collaborate with them? And then being really clear around, well, if we do put a price on this ticket, what is the value that it's going to give and how do we quantify the value that's going to be, you know, 10 times what the ticket cost is so that people really do come along and invest and commit. And, and you know, it's, it's about also getting commitment from people because what I find is if it's a free ticket, people will register, but they're not committed. Whereas if you're putting in a minimal price on the ticket, people will have a longer think around whether they are actually going to get value from this if it's something they would like to participate in and come along to and then make a decision on that. Fantastic. And I know that you are heading down a path to talk about kind of the follow-up. So I'll let you do a little closing note, but then 
way out of time, but it's just been such a great conversation. I love that you know that the next thing is really about follow-up because that is really important. A lot of people get to their event, they finish their event, and then they feel like, oh, I'm done. It was really hard work. I've spent. I've given all this energy and I feel really good. And then they don't follow up. And unfortunately, they leave about 80% of their business in the room if they don't follow up. So we follow up with people that came. We follow up with the people that didn't come along. We follow up through all of our marketing, through all of our social media to start to build and grow. And then what we do is we review and we improve. So really, this is an event marketing strategy for your business that's implemented one successful event at a time. Absolutely. And this is such great information. And I am a firm believer in events. And I'm so glad that you were able to share this process with us today. Thank you so much, Lorraine. It's been fun. It has absolutely been awesome. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to know more about planning events, be sure to check out the link in the show notes to the Holistic Business Hub and learn more about Anna and her space. And if you'd like to learn more about other marketing topics, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.